Doom spending may be one way, this is a reason, to cope with the stress as economic fears mount. Mm. However, it comes at the expense of your financial well-being. Did you write that song or do we get a copyright violation on that? No, it's mine, man. I mean, I just goof around. I'm just that good. I can just pick it up any old time and whip out something. Just riffing. Like yeah. All right. I like it. So on that happy note and that happy song, I believe you've got a headline for us here, sir. I do. I've been seeing a lot of this stuff. This article just came out. This is right after Cyber Monday. Before that was Black mm -hmm. Friday. So a lot of people are spending money. How much money were they spending? Well, CNBC says Americans are doom spending, and here's why that's a problem. So credit card debt has gone over a trillion dollars. It's big. People think that the current state of the economy is fucked. So the answer to that is to go buy shit on Amazon. That's where we are. <laughs> yeah. What defines doom spending? Doom spending may be one way, this is a reason, to cope with the stress as economic fears mount. Mm. However, it comes at the expense of your financial well-being. So it's like, I don't know what that is. Like, Maybe it's like, you don't want to go to work this week, so you go to the bar on Sunday, and you just yeah. drink yourself into a puddle. Yep. Because it doesn't help the situation of going to work on Monday, right? No. But it's a good thing to do to deal with the stress. But it helps you escape the reality. Yeah. Yeah. They say, okay, I got a problem with this stat. Nearly all Americans, 96% of them, are concerned about the current state of the economy, according to a recent report by Intuit Credit Karma. That's like saying all Americans, that's like you and I. Sure. Maybe they listen to this podcast, which is cool. I would appreciate a shout out. And they heard us talking about economies kind of screwed. And so that's where they got, well, there's two. Because otherwise, no one called or texted me. So I don't know where they get this information. They just assume, do they like extrapolate the numbers out to get to that? Like if we asked 10 people, 9.6 of them said this. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they just put out a survey, Eric. You know, that's one of the beautiful things about the intro nets is that you've got surveys you can just throw <laughs> out there and people will respond. Now, it could be bots that are responding. could be one large disinformation yeah. campaign. Yeah. Did you see that? Apparently, the Biden administration is like trying to put out a counter campaign to all the news about the economy. Again, I just saw the headline of this and I thought, okay, you know, they, you know they're trying to yeah. say that it's all disinformation or, you know, they're playing that game again. I don't know, man. Right, I, right, I didn't right. dive into the article. I didn't watch the video, but just the headline alone, I thought, well, yeah, I'm surprised they weren't trying to counteract the general sentiment of what people are feeling about the economy. But you and I have talked about the economy before. I mean, yeah, I think it's relative to where we were or where we have been since 2008. Super low interest rates, money was cheap. It, we've gotten used to a certain way of living, a certain expectation. And when you take that out of the mix, you start jacking up interest rates and inflation, you know, food prices. Yeah, it's going to hurt. So the perception of the economy is going to be bad but for a lot of people yeah. because they're thinking about what's the hit to their pocketbook right now. Yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, the way we've been operating is not all that sustainable. 
No, it's not. We are. Yeah, it's we're not. just trying to consume our way to prosperity. And we, we already did that. We've passed peak consumption a while ago. Yeah. So, sure. It's momentary living they're talking about. So they're talking about doom scrolling. You're scrolling mm-hmm. for happiness. Little perks or maybe you're not happy. No, no, no. no. Doom. doom scrolling, you're scrolling not for happiness. But at the same time, like you're looking for outrage. Sure. Like George Carlin would say, like, I want to see some shit blow up on the news, right? That's doom like looking <laughs> on the news. That was great. But they said holiday spending, I don't know what the final numbers were. They expected it to hit $966.6 billion. $966.6. So they got the devil in that shit. Yeah, they do. That's why Savers is talking about it today. And then rather than cut expenses, 73% of Gen Zers, that's not you and I, mm-hmm. say they would rather live in the moment. That's it. That's a period. But they have a comma and they kept going. I'm period. And then, like, stop. Rather live in the moment. They'd rather live in the moment. So basically what they're saying is, I will spend my money no matter what because the experience is what counts. And hey, yes, at the same time, not if you don't have any fucking money left over. So that moment is great. So yeah, Yeah. talk, please. Let's go. Sing us a song. I think the sentiment with a lot of that is uh, just a lack of belief that saving your money, planning for the future, there's just no merit, you know, in their minds. It's a fool's errand because they've grown up in a world where, you know, constant war, you've watched the cost of higher education continue to rise and the return on that investment continue to drop. Yeah. We knew a time, we grew up in a time before 2008. We grew up in a time for the internet. So we have a, a wider perspective on what life looks like, could look like in, in several different facets. And for Gen Z folks, they don't. So yeah. I guess if we put ourselves in their shoes and, and say, you know, would we believe in the American dream? You know, would we believe in, obviously if you're American, <laughs> you know, it's not like you know, right. if you're in Europe, you're... Well, we do have a lot of listeners that aren't in America, so... This is true. So I apologize for being, uh, you know... Bain, I think, was pretty big for us last time. Well. Yeah, say habla espanol. Maybe I should learn Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, I should probably do that. And we could do this entire yeah, AI, just translate it. Yeah, and then that's what we'll be do. the well, Jared yeah. version of AI in the multiverse. Yes. And well, the metaverse. If the AI gets good enough to where, you know, translate my intonations and my voice and all of that in a way where it authentically sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But Gen Z, I think that's the deal, right? And I think a big part of it too is not because it's the reality. I think again, it comes down to these. That's a phone he's holding up. That is a phone. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'll make sure the right. Yeah. Now everybody's watching this. So yeah. on the phone, you have access to information of things that are going on all around the world. So you're getting bombarded with news stories, outrage, things you should be upset about, things that you should be concerned with. And the natural human tendency is to take that information and take action on it. Yeah. But there's no way to take action on things that are going on halfway around the world. Sure, you could tweet about it. Who gives a mm-hmm. shit? Like, that's not going to do anything. Yeah. I deleted my Twitter X. Good for you. Not my account, just for a little bit. Right, right. Take a little to Break the habit. Break the cycle. Yeah. The habit loop. That's right. Again, all of this could, you know, and I'm simplifying here, but all of this could mm-hmm. be fixed, I think, if we just put our phones down. Go out and have a conversation with somebody. You know. Do this. I mean, there is real terrible shit going on around the world. So if you're in America and, you know, you can stop what you're doing and take a walk outside, you know, try to focus on how lucky you actually are. I mean, you're not in a war zone. I don't know. 
I don't want to dive too deep into all that right now. You know, yeah. I don't want to depress myself. But I do feel like it's more important for us to focus on what we have and to be thankful that you know of where we are. That's a lot of times easier said than done. But I think it, it all comes down sure. to so you know yeah. we do have the luxury of having a larger life or a longer life. So we have perspective from experience of things before. Yeah, we're in a strange time, man. Yeah. Look at you. There's two realities: the phone, and then you know your neighborhood. So yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely true. I was in Arizona recently. This is before the Ohio State Michigan debacle. It didn't matter. It's fun, right? Sure. I'm in line getting some Mexican food. Guy's gonna make my food. I, I think I, yeah, I did. I did Ohio State hat on. He said, "Is that an OSU hat?" I'm like, "It is." He's like, oh, "I'm a Michigan fan." So I asked him, I was "Like, what do you think? What's going on there?" He's like, "It's crazy. It sucks." So he had an opinion that was totally unlike anybody you would see on X and their opinion and their outrage that anyone is even coming after a school. He's like, I'm so disappointed. They're going to, you know, Harbaugh's going to go to the NFL. We're going to get so many sanctions put on us, whatever. He had an honest, real conversation, really good guy. We chatted about other things and that was it. Yeah. And it was like, we we're opposite sides of the fence, I guess, in the sports world. Sure. But like, we just had a cool conversation with a guy. You go on X. It is just as toxic as it can be. Well, and to your point, like you just go out there, there was no phones involved. It was just us communicating. I'm not against the phone. I think it's awesome. I think there's a lot yeah. of things that we can do. But what you just did there was beautiful. I'm just like, oh, I'm here. Was... And you just helped me out. Yeah, it was a little saving. Yeah, buddy. It was a lot of saving. It wasn't just a little. That was a lot. And a lot of people can hear that. I think, saving. And I think you're talking to yourself. You're talking to me. You're just yeah. like, you know what? Put your phone down, Eric. Go outside. Take a walk. You're welcome. I do that. I will do that. And I'll think of you when I do that. I hope you do. Well, yeah. look, you know, the reason why it's all, you know, garbage on X is because, you know, like somebody you're talking to face-to-face -face isn't going to be, you know, there's physical accountability involved when you're face-to-face -face with somebody. But he wasn't that guy. I get it. Like, even no, if he was on I X. Because right. I will say, it's not all garbage on X. It's not all garbage on Instagram. There's some really good stuff on there. Sure, like, yeah. Like, we go on there. We can get old saviors on there. It's all good. Yeah, That's but good what stuff. I mean is this, right? I know what you mean. I'm sorry. A lot of people that are not going to act a certain way in person may feel the liberty to act, you know, a certain way on online. Yeah, I get it. And that happens all the time. You get the whammies. So, you know, double whammy, you know, the game whammy, stop. And then you get the no. double whammy. You're, you don't remember that game? I know double whammy, like being hit twice. Yeah. Okay. So that's basically what's happening here. So you're talking about credit card debt mm -hmm. for Gen Zers. The other thing that's coming back, student loan debt. So oh, yeah. Biden cut the kibosh on that bad boy. So all of a sudden, now you have credit card debt at mm. high interest rates, but uh -huh. 20%, and the student loans are coming due again. Like the Pied Piper is coming. You got to pay that bitch, right? Like, yeah. So that's the double whammy. And it, there could be other double whammies. Like your double whammy could be the mortgage is due, business sucks. I don't know. Like, I'm sorry, this is doom and gloom. This is doom scrolling. So they came to the right podcast, but then you save us a little bit. At a time. Oh, yeah, dude, no, don't worry. I'll sweep in and save the day. Just give me a minute. But all I'm saying is like, it's never the one obvious thing. It's so complex, as you would understand more than most. Thank you. You are a futurist, I guess. You're doing really good here, man. Historian. Build me up. Yeah, I'm doing really good. I keep going. Good. There's so many factors involved. You start adding these things up. Next yeah. thing you know, it's not one person. It's because one person can overcome it, go get a job, make some more money, get a good deal. It's when you add in and it's multiplied and compounded over and over and over again. And yeah. now you have a trillion in debt and you have all this student loan debt come and do and mortgage rates aren't changing and people can't buy homes and right. this and that and the other. 
That's where we get screwed. Yeah. And to your point, people are doom scrolling. I was just going to say on top of all of that, then the Biden administration is trying to, you know, pass like billions of dollars to overseas wars. And it's like, so everybody's looking and watching, like, mm. wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. Or you have your boy, Pete Buttigieg, the in- infrastructure bill. Oh, Mayor Pete. Yeah. Pete the robot. Robot. Yeah. President robot, maybe. Is he going to come in late in the game and, you know, no, he's out. It's over. I don't care. Yeah. I really have just lost all interest. You know, I get it. Of everything or just him? Pete? Yeah, he's a non factor, man. He's a non factor. Yeah, he's a non factor. Yeah. But he's got a trillion dollar budget to work with for the infrastructure. So that's good. Oh, and he's done such a great job with that. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> well, there you have it. We talked a little <laughs> bit about credit card debt. Yep. What's coming due? Yeah, here we go. I mean, it's out there. Everyone's new highs, how it's impacting Florida. Fox Business has something on it. CNN, Us Weekly. What do they say? No, he's someone was sued for credit card debt. Okay, that's cool. Experts warn of credit card debt crisis is potential. So it's something to keep an eye on. Something to pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you also got to remember, you know, we're coming up on an election year. Mm. And usually around this time of year, too, you just get a lot of doom and gloom. You got a lot of people, oh, God, we're going to be in a recession next year. How many years have they been saying that? God, two, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Just really worried. You know, this is why nothing really happens in first quarter. He's terrified the economy is going to tank. And then something turns around and says, no, actually, we're fine. So they start playing catch up. I guess to this point in the year again, you know, coming up with this and, you know, ending out the year. It's like, oh, I'm really concerned about a recession next year. Yeah. Are there problems in the economy? Sure. There always is. Yeah. But I also think it's, it's far too easy to be swayed by everything that's in the media. And people just realize, look, you're being manipulated. <laughs> you know, yeah. obviously, like what you're feeling in your own pocketbook is not being manipulated. You know how that feels. You know, right. You're experiencing that. That's real. But in the longer term outlook, that's where I think more people, you know, myself included, uh, you know, I include myself in all that. That's where more of us just really need to step back and say, okay, what's real and what's not real? Yeah. Because I've been getting told this one thing over and over and over again, year after year after year, and then it doesn't happen. Yeah. Well, you would understand this. You look back, history repeats itself and all this stuff. It's like, but so much has changed in our present day, right? Current day technology, the way businesses are growing, the way exponential growth happens. Like we're like on a 10-year cycle. Well, does that cycle change ever? Like, could it not be a 10-year cycle anymore? Because the way new businesses are formed, like back in the 1920s and 30s, well, we couldn't have done it this way, right? Travels, there's so many factors, like I was talking about before, that yeah. play a part of this. AI revolution's happening right now. The internet's a thing when it wasn't, obviously, not that long ago. Does that mean that these 10-year cycles, like, well, we have to be in a recession because when you look back in history, every 10 years, give or take, we hit a recession. Yeah. Maybe we don't this time. And the people that say, well, it's always going to be that way. Well, what if it wasn't? What if it's not going to be? Like, what if we don't have a recession and the next recession's 20 years from the last one? I mean, I'm not the right guy to ask about that. Oh, okay. I just, I'd be speculating. I'm not an economist, you know. That's, there's, wait, this is Savers of the Metaverse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. What am I talking about? Of course yeah. I'm the right guy to ask about this. <laughs> yeah. Let me manipulate you, the listener, right now. I'm talking about the future, though, right? Like, that's your word. Let's yeah. go with it. Yeah, well, I mean, again, you know. I'm not saying you have the answer. Because I don't. And I'm glad you recognize that. <laughs> Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to people needing or people need to have more agency in the direction that their life and their country, their city, their town, you know, all that is going in. And when you look at 
there's an underlying belief that most people have, and that is that uh, the future and the world is just completely outside of their control. And media shows you that. Look at how the world's just going to shit. That's the narrative. Look at all these terrible things that are happening. Look, 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 look. Now, this is, you should be outraged. You know, it's this division, division, outrage, division, outrage, division. And it basically leaves people worn out where they think, what's the point? You know, there's nothing they can do. Everything is changing and moving so fast. They are victims of their environment. And I'm not saying that like the recent popularizing of victimhood. I mean, when you feel like there's nothing you can do, you're trapped in a system you can't get out of, no matter what your economic status is. If you bought into that narrative, whether intentionally or not, yeah, you just look at everything as being outside of your control. Yeah. But the truth is you've got way more agency than you think. Yeah. And it really always starts, it starts with asking better questions, you know, becoming a critical thinker, which means challenging the shit that you're watching or seeing or hearing, and especially challenging the things that reinforce your own worldview. Mm. I can smell bullshit pretty easy. What I'm most skeptical of is something that matches my worldview that I already am inclined to, and I see that, my first thought is, hmm. Yeah. Let me just double check and make sure, because this seems a little too tidy, you know? Yeah. So I, I want to look for ways that, you know, my own worldview is, because I don't think that I've got, you know, I don't have that cornered, but I'm aware, as all humans are, that we have bias. Yeah. Which is totally normal. It's just part of being human. I don't know if people, everyone realizes that. Yeah. Critical thinking possibly no. brings that out. Well, when you realize how much you don't know. That's what I'm saying. People don't know that. Yeah. But that's where critical thinking starts. It's where curiosity starts. Is when you realize how much you don't know. Yeah. And then your next move is either to be like, well, I just don't know. So I guess I'll just hope that, you know, things work out. Yeah. Like that's the victim side of it. Yeah. The other side is, well, there's so much I don't know. Now I'm curious. So I'm going to go find out what I don't know. Yeah. I want to go educate myself on what I don't know. Yeah. We just have to learn how to think, how to ask better questions. Yeah. That can solve a lot of problems. Until mm. then, you know, it's just being swayed back and forth by technology, by other people's narratives. Yeah. On that note, they could listen to our podcast. They could learn on that note. Get us out of here. Beautiful. You've been listening to NPR. <laughs> <laughs>